Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm here to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. Back in January 2009, while listening to Single Ladies by Beyonce in between my patients, I was looking over lab results of a couple of my patients in their late 20s. And I had to stop because I was blown away by what I saw on the lab results. Surprisingly, they had indicators for early fatty liver disease. And I remember thinking, this this can't be. This person is only 29 years old or 27 years old. And it was in that moment, while looking over these labs, that I realized how critical our food choices are for each and every one of us. As I like to say, food is either moving us closer or further away from system-wide inflammation in the body. And not only that, but food is literally information for our cells to receive. And when it comes to the body, the food that we eat is not only fuel, but the powerful nutrients that break down literally drive cellular and mitochondrial function so that we can do the things that we do in the world. How we nourish our bodies makes all the difference. Given this big aha moment in January of that year, I spent all of 2009 studying nutrition, and it's no surprise that my very first book was on antioxidants back in 2010. Eight books later, and I still can't stop talking about the power of food, especially when it becomes comes into healing the body, our metabolism, along with our gut and our liver. I have personally experienced the power of food in healing my body on multiple occasions. Now here's the scary truth about liver disease. Once upon a time, liver disease was a very rare occurrence, mostly affecting alcoholics. Hence my utter surprise back in 2009 when I saw the signs of fatty liver disease in patients in their 20s, not 40s or 50s or 60s, 20s. Now, now that we fast forward to 2021, it's not a rare occurrence anymore at all. Recently, fatty liver disease has become the most widespread chronic liver disease in the US. And if that's not shocking enough, consider the fact that fatty liver affects 100 million people here in the US. It's almost a third of the adults in the US. What's more, some studies suggest that postmenopausal women are more likely to get it than men. And I know why that is. I'm going to get into that in just a minute. And doctors often miss the early signs and symptoms because unfortunately, it's just not on people's radar. Now, fortunately, because I'm clearly doing this episode, I'm going to be sharing some of the simple signals that you should check out whenever these signs and symptoms appear, like how to know if you are on the track for having a fatty liver. And the good news is, is it's completely possible to stop fatty liver in its tracks and completely reverse it if you diagnose it soon enough. And that's what we're going to be having a conversation about today. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to share with you how to identify the signs and also share how to love your liver and reverse the damage. But before I do that, I want you to know that a lot of what I'm going to be sharing today, I also put into this beautifully curated top 10 liver cleansing superfoods guide with recipes, nutrients, supplementation included, basically the whole kit and caboodle. I know it can be so hard to hear a list of recommendations, but then not have it on paper to put it into action or have recipes to go to to actually implement what you heard. Since loving your liver is one of the most important things that you can do for your hormones, your gut, 
blood sugar, metabolism, oh my goodness, and all the other critical roles that your liver is involved with on a day-to-day basis. I compiled the most important must-know information in this guide as a gift to you. So what you're going to do to get it, because I know you're going to want it, head over to the show notes for episode 303 to grab it, or if you want to take it a step more, you want to dive deeper into really understanding how we can heal our liver, because let me tell you, what I'm going to be sharing in this episode and what's in this guide, but most especially what's going to be in my detox masterclass coming up next week is literally not only how to heal your gut and liver, but how to squash system-wide inflammation, support your insulin levels, your blood glucose levels, boost your metabolism, and lose that stubborn weight. I'm going to be going over all of that in my masterclass. And by registering for free, which it will happen next Thursday, and there'll be a replay link if you can't make it live, I'm going to be giving you the liver guide and my like coveted green smoothie and shake guide for free as bonuses. So if you want to do the whole thing, which I highly, highly recommend, especially this time of the year, I'm going to get into it right now. Fall is one of the best times to really give your body a reset. You're going to register at drmarisa.com slash detox class. And I will also have the link in the show notes for episode 303. Now, like I said, I'm going to be sharing more details for the upcoming class. It's going to be happening next Thursday, September 23rd, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. my time, Pacific Standard Time, along with the details about the detox a little bit later on in the show. Now, before I share the signs to look out for when it comes to fatty liver disease, I want to share what fatty liver disease is because it may not have ever been on your radar until today. So what is fatty liver disease? Fatty liver occurs when too much fat gets stored in liver and it can't function properly. This extra fat also increases inflammation, also leads to belly fat as well. This is so critical to your health because your liver is a powerhouse organ that does a million things. It's responsible for a host of functions in the body, including controlling your immune system, the clotting of your blood, producing bile and glycogen, detoxifying, medications, caffeine, alcohol, toxins from your body. I mean, everything that comes into your body has got to go through the liver. That's why it's important for you to take the best possible care of your liver on a daily basis. Your liver also plays a key role in controlling the supply of energy in your body through helping to manage blood glucose. The sugar, which is also known as glucose in your blood, is carried into the cells by insulin to be burned for energy down the road. But when glucose cannot easily enter the cells due to either insulin resistance or you simply ate more than you needed to at that meal, that extra energy, that extra glucose gets stored into fat in the form of triglycerides, which is stored in the cells of your liver. That's why insulin is known as a fat storage hormone because it is telling the liver to take up all the rest of that glycogen and convert it over to triglycerides. It sends extra glucose to the liver, which eventually turns that glucose into fats, which leads to fatty liver. Now, the same process occurs in people who drink too much alcohol. What starts out as too much fat deposits in the liver can progress to inflammation, liver injury, and eventually scarring, basically cirrhosis of the liver. So what I want to share is some surprising signs of fatty liver disease now that you know what is going on. Especially in the early stages, symptoms of fatty liver disease can be either non-existent or just kind of vague, such as fatigue, fuzzy thinking, mild abdominal discomfort, swelling, irritable bowel syndrome, maybe acne, eczema. Other things that can happen is your belly fat is happening, brain fog is happening, you know, and I will go over a lot of those signs and symptoms in the detox masterclass so that you really know 
you know, what is a sign or symptom for a sluggish, like a sluggish liver? Not necessarily a fatty liver, but like early, early stages of a liver that's just working too hard. But over time, as like things start to really like signal off, kind of like the red alert, there are some few well-recognized indicators of possible fatty liver. If any of the following are true for you, it may be time to take steps to love your liver today. And honestly, if you are listening to this, we should always be loving our liver, but especially if you're beginning to see any of these signs. Number one, extra weight. Being overweight or carrying extra belly fat is a good sign that you have some, you've got some level of a fatty liver. Number two, high fasting blood triglycerides. So anytime you do a metabolic panel, you do a lipid panel, always do it fasting, meaning at least 12 hours fasted. So usually do it in the morning. And what you're looking for is a high fasting blood triglyceride level. If it is on the high side, that is a good indicator that we've got fatty liver somewhere, somehow. Number three, high or high normal fasting blood glucose. So anything above, for me, anything above, like technically what, what doctors will say 110 milligrams per deciliter, I personally think anything above 90 milligrams per deciliter is definitely an indicator that we've got to optimize your blood sugar, we've got to optimize your metabolism because maybe it's not fatty liver, but you definitely have metabolic dysfunction. And I have so many episodes that I've recently done on all of that. Number four, prediabetes, which is metabolic syndrome as well. Um, if you are definitely showing a fasting blood glucose of over 100 or 110, that's prediabetes. If you have a hemoglobin A1C of 5.6, 5.7, that's prediabetes. And that will also be an indicator because here's the thing, we can't get to prediabetes without your liver taking on a lot of that burden and turning a lot of that excess glucose into triglycerides. And then number five, clear major indicator, not really that shocking, but it's going to be type 2 diabetes. That's where we're going to really know we've got a fatty liver situation on our hands. Now, what do all of these conditions have in common? It's all tied to nutrition and lifestyle, nutrition being the biggest factor here. Research shows that above all, Obesity and being overweight is a clear risk factor. Around 70% of obese people have fatty liver disease, while only 10 to 15% of people at a normal weight have it. But obesity isn't the only factor, right? There's other ways to damage the liver and cause fatty liver disease. Now, fatty liver can also affect women without extra weight. This is why I really wanted to go into this because it's happening more to women than it is to men. Importantly though, fatty liver disease also develops in many lean individuals, specifically women. That makes it really easy to miss because it's not on the radar for doctors to look out for. So if you're a normal weight, but you don't exercise much, your belly contains more fat than you like, then you are definitely at risk, especially if your triglycerides are high or your LDL cholesterol is low. So that LDL to cholesterol ratio is low, then it's definitely an indicator to be looking at loving your liver a little bit more. Although 20 to 30% of Americans are thought to have fatty liver, this number rises to 80 to 90% among people with type 2 diabetes and metabolic syndrome, which is prediabetes. So we always want to be looking at hemoglobin A1C, fasting blood glucose, and fasting insulin levels to really look at 
And this is one of the biggest reasons why I'd been obsessed with wearing a continuous glucose monitor with so much diabetes in my family and metabolic dysfunction. I've seen it across the board in my family. Like how do I, a woman in my 40s, ensure that I move forward with great fasting blood glucose? And I actually, I had, I did a full lab panel two days ago and it was, I wasn't even fasting because I was running it for something else, but they ran my glucose anyway because it's just always a part of it. And my non-fasting blood glucose was 76 milligrams per deciliter. And that is what I want to see. That, that's a sexy number to me. If I see someone's blood glucose in the 70s, 70 milligrams per deciliter, ooh, that's what I'm talking about. All right, so let's talk a little bit about, I mentioned earlier, menopause and fatty liver disease. What is going on there? And you know I know what's going on there. I've been talking about it. So menopause can also increase, menopause and perimenopause, mind you. Menopause and perimenopause can also increase your risk for developing fatty liver since estrogen naturally protects the liver and supports insulin resistance, or sorry, supports insulin sensitivity. It kind of stays off insulin resistance. And for a lot of us as women, we start to lose estrogen levels, you know, into our mid to late 40s. We definitely are going through that roller coaster. So we go in and out of insulin sensitivity, insulin resistance. By the time we hit menopause, we've lost that estrogen protection. And that's why it's so critical in our 20s, 30s, 40s to really focus on metabolic flexibility and optimizing blood sugar levels so that we don't find ourselves in a situation that we lose that naturally protective estrogen hormone and we don't have a great metabolic mechanism to create flexibility moving forward. I would have to say that the majority of menopausal symptoms and perimenopausal symptoms are metabolically related, and we've gotta be able to get a handle on that. So what we'll see is belly fat, stubborn weight gain, low energy, um, is really all an indicator that we are depositing more fat in our liver. And not surprisingly, more postmenopausal women than premenopausal women have been found to have fatty liver disease. And again, that has everything to do with the fact that we lose that estrogen, but we had not created some really incredible metabolic habits, metabolic loving habits to really support us when we lose that excess, that that estrogen that had been protecting us for so long. And so that's why the earlier that we can create those habits, which I'm going to be talking about on the Detox Masterclass and as a part of it, if you decided you want to join the detox, we have a live fall detox coming up in October, which is like literally the best time of the year to do it to get you ready for the holidays. I have created a metabolism activator blueprint with everything that I've learned about optimizing your blood sugar, blunting sugar spikes, and significantly like blowing out the water, boosting your metabolism. And that's going to be a beautiful bonus from joining the detox. I literally just finished this guide. It's a 15 page guide finished it yesterday just in time my team is racing to get it designed and created so that it's ready as a a super sexy bonus for this detox because so many people want to support their liver clean up their gut reduce inflammation lower their blood sugar fasting blood sugar lower the hemoglobin a1c lower their triglycerides heal their fatty liver disease all that stuff But also women as an adjunct are looking to lose some of that stubborn weight that is caused by all of those things that I just mentioned. And so although the detox isn't designed there, I know that other women want to take extra steps to really move in the weight loss direction. And that's why I created this metabolism activator blueprint. I'm Oh my gosh, so excited. And this is literally the steps that I use to drop 20 over 25 pounds this year. All right, so let's talk about 
how to love your liver. Now that I've put on the radar that over a third of this of adults in the US have some level of fatty liver, what do we do to start to reverse that? So I'm gonna share 10 ways to love your liver. Number one, eat a plant-focused diet. So you wanna be avoiding high-calorie meals, saturated fat, refined carbohydrates such as white bread, white rice, regular pasta, even maybe potatoes. Sweet potatoes are a big one for me, and sugars. Clearly sugar is a no-go. Sugar converts to fat in your liver, causes fatty liver disease. Now, I recommend focusing on eating fiber, and I'm gonna talk a little bit about that. Eating fiber, especially dark leafy vegetables and greens, and if you can cook lightly, lightly cooked veggies so that your body has to work harder, all that fiber literally soaks up the starch and the sugar from your blood so that your insulin levels don't have to rise too high and that your liver doesn't have to pick up more of that sugar. So I always recommend eating a salad before dinner. Um, even eating a salad with a little bit of protein before dinner can set you up for success. And also healthy fats. Healthy fats, we're talking about good fats that are monounsaturated or polyunsaturated such as olive oil, nuts, seeds, fish, salmon is one of my favorite. We just finished eating halibut a couple days ago with olives and, and roasted tomatoes and roasted, what else did we have? I think it was roasted zucchini and bell pepper. It was just so incredible. It reminded me of being in Italy. Hydration is a big part of this as well and I'm gonna talk a little bit about hydration in just a second. So again, eating foods that are gonna help blunt that sugar response, lots of fiber, lots of healthy fats, lots of protein with every single meal. Next, making sure that you are taking a vitamin B complex. And we're talking about a methylated B complex. This is because B vitamins are key to ensuring that your detox pathways are running smoothly and effortlessly. And so you wanna make sure that you're taking a methylated form of folate B12, but ultimately get them all. And I do have my B complete which is phenomenal, my activated B complete that really does phenomenal work there. I just looked at my B12 and, and folate levels and they are phenomenal because I take that supplement every single day. Exercise regularly. If you can, take a walk after every meal or at least your biggest meals. Exercise will help you burn triglycerides and, and for fuel and reduce liver disease and fatty liver. Number four is avoid toxins. As we know, toxins injure everything in, this, in the body, including the liver. Um, limit direct contact with toxins by swapping out the cleansing products, aerosol products, insecticides, don't use those, chemicals, additives, preservatives, you know what I'm talking about. Um, just making sure that you are living as, as much of a toxic-free life as possible. Number five, use alcohol responsibly. No doubt, again, what fatty liver disease used to be was an, was an alcoholic issue. So we know that alcohol drives chaos and fatty liver in inside of the liver. It can damage and destroy liver cells and scar your liver. So just make sure, you know, talk to your doctor about what amount of alcohol is right for you. And you may be advised to not drink alcohol. I know for me, alcohol these days, well, I'm breastfeeding, so I'm not drinking, but in, in my 40s, it has been a no-go. Number six, eat foods that cleanse your liver. So dandelion greens contain many compounds that aid in cleansing the liver. Avocados have been shown to protect the liver against toxic overload, Turmeric has been shown to protect the liver against toxins. In fact, turmeric is probably one of the most powerful liver cleansers out there because it 
contains tumorones and curcuminoids. I, I just cannot express how phenomenal they are. It's affected at phase one and the in-between phase between phase one and phase two. And like I said, I'm going to be sharing all the different types of foods and nutrients inside the guide, but also in that detox class that I've got coming up. Number seven, optimize your blood sugar levels by blunting your blood sugar spikes. And the best way to do this is by going for a 30 minute walk after your biggest meal, especially dinner when we're more insulin resistant. You can also blunt a blood sugar rise and insulin rise by eating protein with every meal. Protein blunts a big blood sugar rise when consumed before and during the meal. Now, even though protein contains no glucose, it triggers a first phase insulin response that occurs so fast, it keeps your blood sugar from rising as high later on and reduces the total amount of insulin you need to handle that meal. And as I mentioned earlier, start the meal with a salad with a little bit of protein as well, because this will help soak up all that starch and sugar so that you do not increase your blood sugar levels and you do not release as much insulin. Number eight, similar to step seven, limit drinks that are high on the glycemic index. Basically juice, sports drinks, sodas, alcohol, flappuccinos, you know what I'm talking about, pina coladas, margaritas, all the high fructose content. Swap out sugary drinks for sparkling water, lime with lime. I love sparkling water with lime. I'm actually drinking it right now. Teas, coffee, matcha, water. You know, I drink all those things pretty much every single day. Number nine, ease up on medications whenever possible, especially over-the-counter medications. It completely just damages your liver. We know that. And then number 10, do a detox or liver reset at least twice per year. Although it's important to love your liver every single day, one of the best things that you can do for your liver, your metabolism, your insulin levels, is to give your body a gentle liver detox every fall and spring to really give your liver and gut time to heal. My gentle yet effective 14-day detox removes liver, gut, and hormone-sabotaging foods from your diet and replaces them with nutrient-dense anti-inflammatory foods that just give your body that much-needed break to heal itself, which it was already designed to do. We just want to give your body the opportunity to actually do it. You know, a couple of times a year, I open the door for my live 14-day detox so that people can experience an incredible transformation. Who you are on day one is not who you will be on day 15 after the 14 days of loving your liver, your gut, and your cells. Now we officially kick off our live group on October 12th, so you got plenty of time to get ready, and we end before Halloween. What I love most about doing a fall detox is how a 14-day reset really sets your body up by boosting your metabolism, stabilizing your blood sugar levels, reducing that inflammation, healing your gut and liver, which is perfect, like the most perfect timing because the holidays are right around the corner, right? You can start to smell fall, holidays are happening. So every time I do a detox in October, or early November, I don't gain a pound during the holidays. And that's because I reestablish good nutrition habits and give my metabolism and blood sugar levels a much needed reset. So would you like to skate through the holidays the same way you started in early November by losing five to 10 pounds during the detox? I know I would. And just so you know, I'm gonna be doing it with you along with hundreds of women and men just like yourself. And all you have to do is follow the simple instructions and your body will start shedding the pounds, releasing the toxins, decreasing that inflammation and your hormones will begin to heal almost as if it were magic. But it's not magic, it's science. After running this detox for more than three years with over 5,000 people, I have learned a lot about how to achieve some incredible results in just two weeks. And did I mention there's gonna be an incredible community to cheer you on? 
This is literally going to be the best group yet. So if you already know you are ready to say yes to the 14-day detox because you are done feeling sluggish, you are done fighting a losing battle with weight, and you need more energy like yesterday, click the link in the show notes and join me in the detox community. You can go to the masterclass, drmarisa.com slash detox class, or go straight to join the detox, which is drmarisa.com slash detox. And if there's someone that you know needs this, invite them to be a detox buddy with you, have them sign up, you can, or share the link with them so that they can sign up themselves because detox buddies are the best and they make it so much fun. All right, well, thank you so much for listening today on the Essentially You podcast. This show is all about providing tools to rock your hormones and feel amazing in your body. If there is someone in your life that needs to hear this today, take a moment and screenshot this episode and send it to them or share it on social and be sure to hashtag hormoneliteracy.com or hormone CEO. Now, upcoming on Tuesday, episode 306, I am inviting a dear friend and the co-owner founder of Paleo Valley, Autumn Smith. We're talking about three things everyone needs to know about the link between the diet and mental health. Until then, have an amazing week.